Your thoughts on the Bader signing and what's next. Do you agree with me? They have to, at the minimum, add one of these DH bats. And which bat do you prefer? You can email us at thericob at gmail.com. Obviously, download the Rico Bronya wherever or subscribe to the Rico Bronya. Because I think if you subscribe, like the podcast just like ends up right there in front of you as soon as we do it. So you're probably better off subscribing wherever you download your podcast, specifically the Odyssey app or Apple or wherever the hell you want to go. We'll have some more Ricos as time goes on, as the days go on, because we're back, man. It's 2024 and we're moving. This offseason is moving. And I have a feeling, Pete, we're going to get another move in the next four days. Another another move. What type of move do you think? What, what, what position? The starting, the starting pitcher. I'm, I'm just not... Sure who it's going to be. I, I, it's not going to be Jordan Montgomery. I've lost all confidence in that. It doesn't sound like they're going to be – it's going to be Shota Imanaga, whose posting date is less than a week away. Like, the deadline is a week away. So it's probably going to be a guy on a one-year deal. I'm probably going to be blah about it. But I think we get the starting pitch for the next four days. That's my prediction. It's the amazing Rico Bronia podcast with your host, Evan Roberts. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. Since the moment the New York Mets traded Max Scherzer and then subsequently Justin Verlander, we waited, we wondered, we guessed, we prognosticated. Who will the Mets go out and sign and fill out this rotation? And on Sunday, January 7th, in the wee hours of the morning, you probably were awoken by a tweet from John Heyman, who let us know that Sean Manaya, no relation to Omar, not even spelt the same, Sean Manaya signs a two-year deal with the New York Mets and opt out after year one, and that essentially fills out this rotation, which means the three figures they needed to add were the three starting pitchers, and I think three was the number that most of us agreed on, that they were going to have to add three starting pitchers this offseason. The three guys are Luis Severino, Adrian Hauser, and Sean Manaya. <laughs> Welcome to Rico Bronya. And I haven't even bragged yet that I kind of nailed this one. Not the Sean Manaya part, but when we signed off the last Rico, not everybody listens to the very end. But if you did listen to the very end after you downloaded Rico Bronya, wherever you download your podcast, and you subscribed to Rico Bronya, wherever you subscribe to your podcast, whether it's Odyssey or the Apple Store, wherever the hell you go, at the very end, I said, Pete, our next podcast will be discussing the third starting pitcher the Mets are going to add because they're going to add one in the next couple of days. And I made clear I had no insight. I had no sources. It was just an educated guess. And sometimes the educated guess is the right on guess. All right, here's my reaction to this. And I think this is the reaction most of us would have or should have. Very underwhelming. This has been a very underwhelming offseason. That doesn't mean it was a stupid offseason. That doesn't mean it was a Wilpon offseason. That doesn't mean why bother watching 2024. But I think going into this offseason, we all were sort of on the same page in terms of what they needed to add to this rotation. My view back in October was give me the high-end potential risk. Luis Severino fit that. Give me the back-end guy who can eat up innings. Quite frankly, Adrian Hauser or Sean Manaya could have fit that bill. And then give me the reliable guy. Give me one guy that you're adding that I know what I'm getting from them. Obviously, Yamamoto fit that, even though we had never seen him pitch. But based on his track record in Japan, he certainly would have qualified that as that. 
Jordan Montgomery certainly has been a name I brought up on the last pod. We've talked a lot about this offseason as somebody would fit that bill. The Mets didn't have that guy. That's just the reality. They didn't. That doesn't mean Sean Manaya, because he started throwing a sweeper on May 10th, doesn't have a great season. He could. That's the beauty of baseball. That's the hope that we're all going to have going into opening day. Maybe, maybe, maybe. I'm certainly not going to tell you it can't happen. But Sean Manaya, Adrian Hauser, and Luis Severino, none of them, none of them give you reliability. In terms of the reliability they needed in this rotation. So is this a bad signing? Look, I don't think any signing that's a two-year deal, you know, an opt-out after year one, which Sean just had, by the way, with the Giants, and used the opt-out. So is coming off a year in which he had a four-and-a-half ERA, made 10 starts, appeared out of the bullpen 27 times, had a four-and-a-half ERA, and he opted out, which, which shows you that it's not going to take much, especially with the way the starting pitching market has looked over the last few years, for Manaya to opt out and make this a one-year deal. Uh, the finances on this, it's $12 million a year, Pete. I apologize. I just got out of playing in the snow with my kids after I saw the signing. It's 14 It's a 28, 14. 20, $28 million. Yes. How was the okay. snow, by the way? The snow was great. Uh, we had a great time. <laughs> we built the snowman. I tweeted out the picture. I'm sure it'll be mocked. Actually, the first few tweets I get back are, what about your opinion on Shomanaya? And I'm like, <laughs> can you let me play in the snow? Then I'll record the Rico. Like, I'll give you an opinion. Obviously, I have one. Um. All right, $14 million a year is insane. I mean, let's just be honest. That's, but, but that's the market. So when I say it's insane, it's not insane that the Mets gave it to him. It's just that's what it is. I mean, look at the money Severino's getting off of a bad year. What the Mets did with these three moves is they gave you stopgap guys, and they gave you guys they're not committed to long-term, and they gave you guys that they're hoping have big years in a contract year, even though Sean Manai and Luis Severino are coming off contract years. They didn't have big years. So what's underwhelming about this is there's no reliability in this rotation after Sanga and Quintana. And I wanted them to add that. And no, I don't think there's another move coming in terms of starting pitching. I'd be surprised. I think when you're paying Sean Manaya $14 million a year and you're paying Luis Severino what you're paying him, I, I think you're paying them to be in the rotation. Sometimes you got to read the tea leaves on that. So if the Mets went out today and added Jordan Montgomery, would that make this rotation really deep? And you could say, wow, that, now it looks good. It's like the Bob Ross, Art Ross, Bob Ross uh, painting analogy I used where let's see the end of the offseason and then your views on those things will be kind of change a little bit. There's, a, there's not another starting pitching move coming. I'd be stunned. If there is, it's a low-end depth guy. If they're not adding Jordan Montgomery. They're not adding Imanaga. They're not adding um, a middle-to-top-of-the-rotation guy. It's not happening. This is the rotation and the depth pieces, because now they have five guys, obviously, with Senga, Quintana, Hauser, Severino, and Manaya. The depth guys are the same depth guys from last year, Tyler McGill, Joey Lucchese, and then after the All-Star break, David Peterson. The only move I can see them making to caveat this is still Brandon Woodruff. But I think Brandon Woodruff is more of a move for 2025 than 2024 because he's not really going to be able to pitch in 2024. 